Welcome to the Fantasy Blanket Daily Podcast, where I talk all sports, fantasy, and real. I am Brian Baines. I am your host. It is Friday, April 8th, episode number 489. Maximus moving again today. It's always an adventure in the Maximus household at this point, where they seem to be moving every Every couple weeks or so. So uh, on the move again. So he's uh, tied up, packing, moving, running. We'll catch up with him on Monday. Baseball kicked off yesterday. A light slate. Some postponed games. Going to have a few more games today. And then tomorrow, Saturday, we should be rolling into the season with a full lineup of games. So uh, highlights from... Yesterday, you Darvish looked great. Six innings, no hits, no runs, four walks, three strikeouts. Ended up, ends up with the no decision as the uh, yeah the bullpen completely collapsed. Ended up losing the game to the Diamondbacks in the opener. Max Freed, five point two innings, <clears throat> eight hits, five runs, one walk, five strikeouts uh, for the Braves in the loss to the Cincinnati Reds. Austin Riley had a dinger in that one. Taylor Malley, uh, five innings, three hits, no runs, two walks, seven strikeouts for the Reds in the win. Juan Soto with a dinger starting off the season. The uh, supposed, uh, well, the definite favorite for the MVP this year gets off to a good start. And uh, stuff coming across about the Yankees. Just checking. I got things popping up on the phone. Got to make sure that the Yankees and Red Sox are, in fact, going to play today because, uh, you know, they didn't want to play yesterday. We've got to get this thing started. 10 o'clock this morning. Red Sox-Yankees. Let's get it. Uh, Taylor McGill, good for the Mets yesterday. Five innings, three hits, no runs, no walks, six strikeouts in the win for him. Adam Wainwright, also very good for the St. Louis Cardinals. They crushed crushed uh who did they play the cardinals played oh somebody bad nine nothing they beat somebody nine nothing yesterday six innings five hits no runs no walks six strikeouts for wainwright tyler o'neill picks up where he left off he had a dinger edmund had a dinger arenado with a dinger for the st louis cardinals in the win granke uh, was pretty good for the Kansas City Royals in their win yesterday. 5.2 innings, 5 hits, one, 1 walk, 1 run, 1 strikeout. Shane Bieber, didn't, I don't believe he took the loss in this one, but uh, he did not get the win. 4.2 innings, uh, they cut him a little bit short. 3 hits, 1 run, uh, no walks, 4 strikeouts for Shane Bieber. 
for the Indians in the loss yesterday. Uh, Kyle Hendricks was good for the Chicago Cubs. 5.1 innings pitched, five hits, one run, three walks, seven strikeouts. That was a no decision. <clears throat> Cubs came from behind to win that one against the Brewers. Corbin Burns, wow. Corbin Burns, five innings, four hits, three runs, three walks. Didn't he go until almost June last year before he gave up his first walk? Wow, three in one game in the first first game of the year. Four strikeouts for him in the no decision. Framber Valdez was fantastic last night against the Angels. 6.2 innings, two hits, no runs, one walk, six strikeouts. He got the win. Uh, Bregman with a home run there. Shohei Otani was good as well uh, in limited time. 4.2 innings, four hits, one run. Uh, one walk, nine strikeouts in the loss. He also uh, led off, led off the game at the plate in that one. Pitched and led off. So uh, yeah, getting double duty in there because they can uh, slide him into the DH, which they did once he left the game, and he stayed in, continued to hit in that one. Didn't do much from the plate. That those were the highlights yesterday in the world of baseball we'll have a few more coming up we'll have lots to talk about baseball wise uh come monday because we'll have a full weekend under our belts of uh of lots of action uh hockey's shaping up very nicely stinky's up six four one on trey in the playoffs here and west still holds a slim six to five lead i have lots of avenues i can get that one category back so uh hopefully over the weekend i can turn the corner turn on the Turn on the the gas and and uh, you know put West away, but we'll see. He's making this way more difficult than I would like at this point. Got a good performance out of uh, Igor. Igor yesterday got the shutout against the Penguins. Uh, Jari wasn't horrible; only gave up two goals. So uh, almost best case scenario there, and uh, helped my goalie numbers out quite a bit. Austin Matthews two more goals last night for the Toronto Maple Leafs has now set the single season goal record for the Leafs at 56. That's pretty amazing considering how long uh, the Maple Leafs have been around that uh, Matthews is now the all-time single season goal leader for the Toronto Maple Leafs at 56 goals. And they're not done yet. He's, he's, he's putting them up every single night. Let's talk uh, Tennessee Titans today. Yes, we are on those first place teams, and not only were the Titans first place in the AFC South, they also were the first place overall number one seed in the AFC, only to uh, see see themselves go down to the Cincinnati Bengals after they had the bye week. Uh, yeah, they lose at home. Tannehill, three interceptions in that game. Lots of talk about <clears throat> what they're going to be doing with Tannehill here. He is the quarterback of record. For two more seasons, he's under contract at $29.5 million per season. I believe the overall cap hit, if uh, if he's on the roster in two years, not uh, obviously he's not going anywhere this year, but uh, if they decide to draft somebody or trade for somebody and cut him short on the last year of his contract, it would be like a $38 million. Or if, he, if he's part of the team, in two years, it'll be a $38 million salary hit. If he was not on the team, it would be 18. So keep an eye on that one. Uh, they seem happy with Tannehill. It's hard to argue with the numbers. They keep winning division titles and they keep winning lots of games, but don't get very far in the playoffs. So um, 
they do put a lot of that on his shoulders. Der- Derrick Henry, of course, uh, the running back, he's under contract for two more years at $12.5 million per year. And for a running back, that's a lot of money, 12.5, <clears throat> probably among the leaders, if not the highest paid running back. They don't have much behind him, though. They signed Trenton Cannon from the over from the San Francisco 49ers on a one-year deal at $1.2 million. And they still have Dontrell Hilliard under contract at uh, for another year, also at $1.2 million, I believe. They signed Jordan Wilkins as well uh, from the Indianapolis Colts. He'll be there for depth. But I would look for them to be probably drafting somebody more in the Derrick Henry mold, a little bigger bigger running back. Uh, Deonta Foreman did a great job of stepping in when Henry was gone, but they did not sign him. He went to Carolina, so we will look to see them probably draft somebody uh, a little bigger-bodied goal-line type running back uh, in in the Henry mold, I would assume. Wide wide receivers, Robert Woods uh, traded four from the Los Angeles Rams. He's under contract until 2026 at $16.25 million. A.J. Brown, of course, is the has been the subject of a lot of talk uh, recently. Would he be traded? Uh, the Titans say absolutely not. Uh, he's only making $1.4 million per year, so they will be dealing with that uh, pretty soon. And looking at the, uh, the current wide receiver landscape, it's going to cost him uh, probably a lot of money. He's got to find a way to stay on the field. Um, tends to miss a few games every single year, and so we're, we don't really get an idea of what he's capable of in terms of full season numbers because he just has not put up a full season yet. But when he's on the field, he is uh, pretty spectacular. Uh, other wide receivers of note, Racy McGrath, uh, under contract for three more years, 912000 per year. Uh, Nick Westbrook-Akine uh, kind of broke out a little bit this year. Basically, there was not much else going on there when everybody was hurt. He's under contract for another year at $895,000. And that's about it. So I will, look again, look for the Titans to be drafting a wide receiver probably um, – in the draft this year coming up as well to try to build up some depth in the wide receiver core, letting Julio Jones walk or basically cutting him. Um, That didn't work out. Cost him quite a bit. Kind of a bummer for them, but uh, that's the way it goes. Austin Hooper was signed as free agent uh, a few weeks ago. He's uh, on a one-year deal, $6 million, $6 million bucks for Austin Hooper will probably be the main tight end focused in that offense as far as pass catchers go. The Titans have $1,779,433 under the cap, so they have a very, very tight budget to work with in terms of bringing any more free agents in. They're going to have to deal with their seven draft picks, uh, getting those guys in. Uh, they have a first rounder, number 26. They have two third rounders, the 90 and the 131. They have a fourth rounder, uh, the 143. And then they have three sixth rounders, 169, 204, and 219 um, for the Tennessee Titans there. Uh, they're in a great spot in that division. Obviously, the Jaguars suck. The Texans suck. Uh, the Colts underachieved. That's really their only competition there as far as uh, winning the division and making the playoffs. So 
they're set up really well. Uh, their defense front four is fantastic. Um, so they're set up really well to succeed again next year in that division. So we'll see what they do uh, to address, possibly address the quarterback position moving forward. They uh, list their needs as wide receiver, offensive tackle. They need another tight end, safety, running back, as I mentioned, and uh, the defensive defensive backfield, obviously cornerback and safety need to be addressed. Uh, and uh, I guess a little depth as an, for an edge rusher would be uh, beneficial to them uh, moving into the future. Uh, not a lot of great picks here. Um, obviously, no second rounder they gave up. I believe they gave that up for Julio Jones. So, um, can't be happy with with the outcome of that deal and what it cost them as well. All right, see what happens when uh, you know I come in here, roll through myself. Goes pretty quick. It's over in a blink, and uh, we're gonna roll into the weekend. Watch some baseball. We got the Masters going on right now. Watching it, uh, tied for first. M. Cameron Smith. Dustin Johnson making a move today. He's at minus three, tied for third. Willits uh, also at minus three. Neiman's at minus three. Oh, it keeps going here. I got to click over and see who else is. Scheffler's at three. Connor's at minus two. Webb Simpson, nice. I uh, picked him in our little little pool. He's at minus two. Varner at minus two. Uh, Tiger Woods, I believe, uh, tees off at around 11 o'clock Pacific time today, somewhere in there. Uh, pretty exciting watching him yesterday. Uh, wasn't amazing, but he was very, very solid, uh, putting up a minus one and uh, puts himself in great position to make the cut and uh, play into the weekend. So uh, Masters always fun to watch. We'll be watching a lot of that along with baseball all weekend because uh, it's a good time for sports. Hockey's heating up, getting close to uh, – Getting close to the playoffs there as well. NBA, Lakers are eliminated. That's good. We're all happy about that, I think. Minus Stinky, maybe. Uh, But, uh, yeah, so lots of sports. Enjoy the weekend, everyone. Uh, We'll be back with you on Monday. Fancy Blank, breaking it all down for the show. I am the commish. I am your host, and I am over and out.